Hello. Thank you for joining us on Live, Learn, Love, Lead, a podcast of Bethel Christian Church in Warren, Michigan. Our mission is to live in the power of Christ, learn to become like Christ, love as the family of Christ, and to lead others to Christ. This year, our aim is to grow in these four L's as we study through the Old Testament. Listen for this week's thoughts. Welcome to Live, Learn, Love, Lead, the weekly podcast of Bethel Christian Church. I'm Pastor William Farina. Hey, this is Danielle Hudson. Happy New Year. (laughs) Yes, Happy New Year, and welcome to 2022. We are really excited about uh, this venture of our podcast that we launched last year. Thank you for those who joined us and jumped in on the journey uh, through 2021 as we went through the Old Testament. And I know that was a massive over- yeah. undertaking or over trying to <laughs> overachieve. But this year, we hope that we will bring that down to a bite-size mm-hmm. type of format as we head into the new year. I'm really excited, Danielle. And why don't you just kind of introduce where we're going this year and today? Yeah, I'm excited too, Pastor. The last Last year, obviously, we did the Old Testament. The year before, we did the New Testament. And so Pastor and I were talking about, okay, we've we've talked about how to do just these big overviews, lots of stuff quick, um, quickly, really pretty quickly, studying through several chapters a day in a week. And we thought, how can we slow it down and sort of then take a different approach to looking at the Word of God, to really look at small pieces, to think on it um, a little not a little, a lot more slowly. So this week's reading plan is through the book of Proverbs. I'm sorry, this year's reading plan is the book of Proverbs through the whole year, not once a month, once in the whole year. And so what that means is... 31 chapters. That's it. 31 (laughs) chapters. 365 days. Not an entire Old Testament, New Testament. 31 chapters of pure wisdom. Yes. Nuggets, gems, of truth. And that's kind of what the idea every week on Monday or whenever you listen to it in the Mm -hmm. new week, we hope to share the wisdom of God in in nugget form, a gem for that week Mm -hmm. and and truth that will help us live better, grow stronger, become the people that God wants and that we want. And I I think this is a, a a really interesting challenge, and I'm I'm really excited. Yeah, so you can't really be behind too much on this one, but I do want to say, so get somebody to give you a quarter every time I say this this year, because it doesn't mean just read, some days it's one verse. Don't just check off the one verse and be done. Really take the time. We've given you time. We've given ourselves time to contemplate, to really think about it, to meditate on what the Word of God is saying, and let it soak in. So don't feel like, oh, I read my one verse, I'm done for the day. Read it over a couple of times. Read it in the morning. Read it at lunchtime. Read it before you go to bed. And take the time to really allow to meditate on it day and night. Yeah, Joshua 1.8 is one of the great scriptures of the Bible. It tells us the only time the word success is in the Bible. It tells us that the book of the law, the Word of God, if we will study it and we will meditate on it day and night, chew on it. That word meditate means to chew and to chew on it and to really absorb it and get it into your mind, get it into your spirit. If you'll do that, the Bible says we'll have good success. Mm -hmm. So these nuggets of wisdom as we will chew on them and break them down and study them and let the Holy Spirit teach us them, they will be the nuggets and seeds of success in our life where we can uh, see good things in our life. And that's really our heart and our desire. Yeah, that's so good. So 
we'll do a little bit of background before we start talking about this week's reading. Um, before you do that, let me yeah. just give a little insight as to why we're doing Proverbs. Uh, uh, not only to bring something down to a small or size for us to absorb, but our theme for the year of 2022, which every year I pray months before the new year and ask the Lord, put a one-word theme in my heart for me and for us as a church. And last year it was the word flourish, and, mm -hmm. and we took that theme through the Old Testament as we studied it. This year, the one word that God has put in my heart is the word authentic. Authentic. And I want that to sink in a moment because when we think of the word authentic, the synonyms we would think of is genuine, real, true, pure, original. Mm -hmm. That's the idea. And I believe that God is calling us as believers and as the church to authentic living, authentic Christianity, an authentic gospel, getting back to the original, authentic truth of the Word of God and, and the original uh, truth of Jesus Christ. And out of that authenticity, I believe, will come not only a refreshment of our life, but others will be drawn to Jesus through that. And and so we're taking that theme, authentic, which we're studying on Sunday mornings. And if you don't aren't part of our church, we do have YouTube, and you can uh, stream or you can watch the videos of Sunday morning. We're going to be teaching through the book of First Thessalonians, and we're going to be talking about the authentic life. And on first Wednesday, which is our Wednesday night Bible study once a month, we're going to be talking about the Sermon on the Mount, the original manuscript, the authentic teaching on leadership and discipleship that Jesus taught in Matthew 5 to 7, focusing on the Beatitudes. And we're calling that authentic happiness because Jesus said in each of the Beatitudes, blessed, and he taught them how to find happiness in life. And now for the podcast, we're doing Proverbs, which we're calling it authentic wisdom yes. because this is the original. This is the genuine wisdom. You know, there's a lot of wisdom out there, Daniel. There's a mm -hmm. lot of things and people tell you, this is truth. This is truth. This is fake news. This is real news. This is, this is genuine. This is, and there's a lot of facsimiles, counterfeits, artificial, and we really need to get back to the authentic, yeah. the genuine, the original truth. And so Proverbs is going to be authentic wisdom. Yes, a year-long study of wisdom. We need it. And <laughs> that is it. really what the Bible says. And just a sneak peek, in Proverbs, what does the Bible say? Mm -hmm. In all you're getting, get wisdom. Get wisdom. Mm -hmm. So that's the journey we're on for 2022. So good. I'm really looking forward to this study. So the book of Proverbs, we did background of it last year, but if you're just new jumping in this year, and it's been several months, just a quick background. Um, if you imagine a bookshelf, and there's different types of books on each shelf. Like at the library, if you go and you're looking for a mystery novel, you're not going to go look um, with the chemistry books or with the cookbooks or with the science books. And there's different types of literature in the Old Testament and in the New Testament throughout the Bible. There's history books and prophecy books, and there's letters, and there's poetry books. Well, Proverbs is a book of poetry. Um, and so don't let that scare us. We I think we have this thing in our culture with poetry. Like, we don't quite <laughs> totally understand it. But I love, I love this quote that I read this week. It says, poetry has the unfortunate reputation of requiring special training and education to appreciate, which makes most of us feel unnecessarily as if we haven't studied enough to read it. So just understand that what poetry is, is a language of images. And it helps us to see, instead of saying um, abstract ideas, it gives us just really 
very concrete ideas that we can grab a hold of and see and understand and think about and compare. And so Proverbs is a book of poetry. And just like we approach different things we go to, Pastor, different events that we go to, if we're going to a wedding or a spa day or a Tigers game or a Christmas pageant, we're going to approach that differently. I'm not going to probably wear my Tigers jersey to a Christmas pageant at church. And so we want to approach different books and different types of things differently. So with Proverbs, with literature, with this poetry, we're going to just come thinking that it might be appealing to our uh, to ideas and pictures and images and symbols a little bit more so that don't feel like I don't understand poetry or we're gonna we're gonna walk through all of that but just a little bit of the background on that and then proverbs what a proverbs is is a concise memorable statement of truth something that is usually true the hebrews weren't concerned about the exceptions this is like the general rule is this is what is normally true i feel like sometimes we as americans tend to be like but what about this and what about this but this is what is normally true yeah and these are not they're not mystical don't think of right. poetry or poems as mystical right. or touchy feely right. a poem i read to my wife when i right. want her to feel you know something or we want to yes. connect on a certain no these are these are truths these are sayings and nuggets and gems of wisdom sayings that, yes, like you said, are generally true in life. And we need to have certain uh, standards of truth and wisdom to live by. Yes, there are exceptions, and we will touch on some of those things, I'm sure. But there are some general principles and wisdom nuggets for life that will help us be successful. And that's what this is all about. Yeah, exactly. So we're going to, so this this week, we're going to start in chapter one, our reading for the whole week is 1 1 to 3 20 so it's not even three whole chapters and so um but this week i think we're just gonna narrow in in this conversation for the podcast in verses one to seven why don't you read it okay these are the proverbs of solomon david's son the king of israel their purpose is to teach people wisdom and discipline to help them understand the insights of the wise. Their purpose is to teach people to live discipline and successful lives to help them to do what is right, just, and fair. These proverbs will give insight to the simple, knowledge and discernment to the young. Let the wise listen to these proverbs and become even wiser. Let those with understanding receive guidance. By exploring the meaning in these proverbs and parables, the words of the wise and their riddles. The fear of the Lord is the foundation of true knowledge, and fools despise wisdom and discipline. Okay, we can break those verses mm-hmm. down. First of all, it tells us in verse 1, the author of the book of Proverbs. Mm-hmm. It's Solomon. There's no ambiguity there. We know who is writing these. Solomon uh, was the wisest and richest man that lived in his time, and mm-hmm. arguably the wisest and uh, richest man that ever lived. And he was he identifies himself in two ways, son of David yeah. and king of Israel. One giving his spiritual line linked to Christ through David, and then also his royal line as being a king in Israel. So what's interesting is, is that he's coming from a perspective of spirituality and royalty. And these nuggets of wisdom, these proverbs really teach us how to be wise so we can be spiritual and so we can act like royalty. Mm-hmm. That's what he's saying. He's saying, look, if you want to be a king, you want to be a leader, you want to be a person of influence, you want to be a person who stands head and shoulders above others in life and really grow and become uh, who you want to be, here's the wisdom I'm going to share with you. 
And it's the wisdom he received from God. Yeah. Because if you go in the background, and I'm just going to mention this, we won't take a lot of time with it, but 1 Kings 4, verses 22 to 34. Let me repeat that, 1 Kings 4, 22 to 34. If you want to read that section, that gives us the background as to why Solomon became the wisest man that ever lived. God comes to him one day and says, Solomon, ask anything you want. And Solomon says, give me wisdom, give me understanding, help me to discern how to judge the people and how to be wise and how to understand right and wrong and do what I need to do as a king, as a leader. And God is so pleased with Solomon that he says, Solomon, because you didn't ask for wealth, you didn't ask for a long life, you didn't ask for the death of your enemies, he said, I'm going to give you not only my wisdom, the greatest wisdom, and you'll be wiser than any other person, I'm also going to give you wealth and long life, and I'm also going to give you honor and good things in your life. And so that foundation Solomon lived, and now he's transferring that wisdom mm -hmm. to us in the book of Proverbs that God gave him. And if it made Solomon the wealthiest and richest, richest man and gave him honor and long life and, and it gave him the secrets to success in being a leader and a king, how much we ought to pay attention to the wisdom of God through Solomon so that we can be the leaders of the people and the people of influence and the people that God wants us to be. So that is the key when we talk about Solomon as the author. That's good. I think he, in these seven verses, going on what you're saying with the wisdom that he's passing on, he gives us Sort of an outline. Yes, the purpose. That's the first the author, now the purpose. Yeah. So he says in verses two to five, he he lists these things. It's for this. It's like for these reasons. To teach wisdom, discipline, understanding, to teach to live discipline and successful lives, to do what is right, just, fair, insight, knowledge, discernment, and guidance. This is the what. He's like, this is why I'm writing these things. Of all of our problems in our life, Pastor, I feel like they could all be solved if we had more of these things, if we had more knowledge or wisdom or insight or discipline or guidance, right? Like this is what we need. Yeah, we always think all I need is more money. All right. I need is a better relationship. And, and look, but if we get wisdom, we'll know how to gain the money and the resources we right. need and we'll do it the right way. If we gain wisdom, we'll know how to live and do the relationships well so they'll flourish and succeed. Right. See, wisdom is the key. That will catapult us through the And these, this purpose and these seeds of success he gives us of wisdom and discipline and instruction mm -hmm. and knowledge and insight and discretion, throughout the book of uh, Proverbs, you're going to hear those themes because those are the seeds. Those are the keys that are all aspects of wisdom. Discretion is an aspect of wisdom. Mm -hmm. Discipline is an right. aspect of wisdom. Knowledge is an aspect of wisdom. Right. Um, instruction is an aspect of wisdom. Um, judgment, making mm -hmm. good decisions is an aspect of wisdom. Those, that's the purpose for us to have all of those seeds for success know how to use them, apply them to our life, and cause us to be what God wants us to be. I love that about this book, and, and he's very clear about the author, he's clear about the purpose, mm -hmm. and what it's all about. And then he gives us the theme, then, of this idea mm -hmm. of wisdom, and he gives it to us in verse 
7 when he talks about the fear of the Lord. Mm -hmm. Can I say something about verse 6 first? Yes, go ahead. So I really noticed this. Oh, yes. I'm glad you're going to jump on that because I (laughs) I, got ahead of myself. I didn't because I always, I look at the the purpose and then I jump to verse 7. Verse 6 really stood out to me when I was studying for this. It says, by exploring the meaning in these proverbs and parables, the words of the wise and their riddles. And I thought, okay, so get someone to give you that second quarter now. This is when we really have to contemplate and think about it. We have to explore and think and what is he saying? What is he saying to us in these things? Because they seem sort of quick and simple, but they're actually incredibly profound. So we have to think about them and process them. I like the way he terms it. I'm glad you brought up verse 6. He says, he says Proverbs, which you already defined, but he talks about parables mm-hmm. and he talks about riddles. Yeah. In the King James, it says dark sayings or riddles. Okay. There's there's like meaning, hidden meaning behind yeah. it. And you say, why doesn't he just come right out and say it? Well, he does but you have to delve deep yeah. and go below the surface. You know, we really have to go deeper. If we want to grow and mature, we have to do that. And it reminds me of how Jesus taught. I was just Jesus say that. taught yeah. in parables. He yeah. he said to them, and if you understand this parable of the sower, you understand this parable of the you will understand the secrets of the kingdom of God. Mm-hmm. And he, you say, why doesn't he just say it? Because he wants us to have a discerning spiritual mind to know what God mm-hmm. is saying. And that's what's so beautiful. So what we need to and we enter into this journey, we need to say, Holy Spirit, give Give me a discerning, open, spiritual mind to see the wisdom and knowledge of God so that I can apply these principles and truths to my life. And they won't be riddles. They won't be dark secrets. They won't be, they won't be just parables or proverbs. They'll actually have depth and meaning for me. And that's how we want to approach that. Yeah. In, in this in this journey. When when somebody asked Jesus, who is our neighbor, he didn't say, Here's your definition of who's your neighbor and to 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 do to love your neighbor you have he to do parable. this. You, he told them a story because we can grab onto that. That's something that we can see and we can wrestle with that idea. In the same with Solomon, he doesn't say, if you want to be wise, tithe, pay your bills, don't have an affair. Like work he, hard, yeah. All right? those like things. he's like He's giving us these proverbs, and I think it's not to make it unattainable, but so that we really sort of take it into our own hearts and minds and and begin to really think about what that means. And yeah. then, verse 7. Well, but before we do that, <laughs> I'm, since we're here, I'm, I'm going to do this, and thank you for a little extra time this first week, because we have to introduce this. But I thought of 2 Peter 1, 3, where Peter himself says, according to God's divine power, he's given us everything yes. we need for life, life and, and to do it godly. Mm-hmm. If we want to experience life to the fullest and be successful in life and to do it right, mm-hmm. God has given us the wisdom and the, by his power to know that. But we have to dig it out. We have to mine these yes. nuggets out. We have to dig deep. And as we do that, and as we go beyond the surface, you know, a lot of people give you quick answers and glib uh, truth and, 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 and they'll just do sound bites on the news and they'll live by these things and think everything is true. But if you want to get to genuine, authentic wisdom, we got to dig deep into these gems and, and find mine out the nuggets and truth. And that's how we, that's what we're going to do with Proverbs. I'm excited because there's a lot of digging going on here. At the end of the year, we'll get to chapter 25, but 25 verse two says it is the glory of God to conceal a matter, to search out a matter is the glory of Kings. And that's Solomon. You're saying this is kingly wisdom. He's giving it to us. He's saying, search it out. God's saying, I'm giving you a master class 
on wisdom, on truth, on living life to the fullest and the best. Here's a master class yeah. coming from the wisest man. That, just think if we would enroll in a school and you right. got the most, uh, <laughs> the wisest professor in any area of life yeah. and you got to sit at their feet and listen to them. Yes, some of it would be beyond our thinking and hard for us to understand, but the more we break it down and we learn and we grow and we dig through the truth, that becomes the fuller and the greater we will become in it. And that's what this study is all about. And it starts with the first foundational theme of verse 7. The fear of the <laughs> Lord is the beginning of knowledge. Yeah. If we're going to begin anywhere, we begin with the fear of the Lord. Now, that's not to be afraid of God. Right. It's to be in awe of God. It's to show reverence and respect for God. In other words, we have to respect this truth of the mm -hmm. book of uh, Proverbs. We have to respect God's wisdom. Solomon, in order for him to have his wish granted, to have wisdom and to gain wisdom, he had to respect God and believe that God's wisdom was the highest wisdom and mm -hmm. God's wisdom was the greatest wisdom. And if we will respect God and fear God, we will find that the knowledge he will give to us will lead us to wisdom and that wisdom will lead us to success. That's good. And I think we have to fear who he actually is, not who we think he is, not who, like how our earthly father was or how, what, someone at church told us, like what, who he actually is, his character and what the Bible tells us. We have to fear and honor him and out of that flows wisdom and knowledge and justice out of his heart. Absolutely. And, and he contrasts in that same verse, verse 7, yeah. a foolish person and a wise person. Yeah. And look, we're not here to call people foolish or fool, but the Bible is clear right. that there is a, there is a contrast. Yeah. We can be fool. And he says a fool that is an unwise and an immature person will despise wisdom, discipline, instruction, and knowledge. And listen, if we reject this and say, well, that may be true for you, or that's one version of wisdom. No, this is authentic wisdom. This is from God himself. If we will respect that this is the wisdom of God, and we will treat it with respect that it has come from God, and it is the highest level of wisdom, and we will respect it enough to learn it and apply it to our life, we will be successful. But a foolish person will say, well, that's just one of many, and that's nice for you, and et cetera, et cetera. Mm -hmm. We've heard all those other things. But I tell you, if we will grab hold of this, mm -hmm. God will do some main things in our life. We got to pray. We got to get out of here. We already went more than... <laughs> we took next week's time. Thanks for joining us. Let's God pray. Bless you. Thank you, Lord, so much for the word of God. Thank you for just this roadmap to wisdom, this master course. And so I pray that as we take this year to slow down and really gaze upon your word, that you will, through it, strengthen our hearts, our minds, our souls, so that we can know what it means to better glorify you and love our neighbor well. I pray that you will bless each one, speak to their hearts this week, and um, just illuminate your words in our hearts. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thank you for joining us today. For more information, visit us at BethelChristian-MI.org or find us on social media. To stay updated on upcoming episodes, please consider subscribing to the podcast. We pray you will be empowered to live, learn, love, and lead in the power and love of Christ.